Welcome to Conscious Acts of Change, an enlightening journey where we explore the depths of our spiritual and personal growth. I am your host, Empress Q. I am a sage. I am a master teacher with over 35 years of experience in spiritual development, personal transformation, holistic wellness, and the sacred sciences of the universe. In this podcast, we delve into the realms of metaphysics, esoteric knowledge, and the transcendental wisdom, aligning our spiritual understanding with the practical aspects of your overall spiritual health and well-being. Our discussions are aimed at those individuals seeking transformation, whether you're navigating life's challenges, approaching retirement, or you simply are yearning for a more joyful and fulfilling spiritual experience. We'll engage in deep conversations about spirituality and psychology and consciousness and astrology and the quantum mind theories. We're stretching. We're going out of bound to further deepen our knowledge and understanding about who we are and our relationship with Him who created thee. Together we'll explore sacred geometry and the spiritual realms of creation, intertwining them with aspects of urban planning and project management for a holistic approach to growing your life. This podcast is a beacon for change makers seeking to elevate their lives. We provide insights and tools for self-empowering and sustainable living. We're here to support you in redefining who you are as both a spiritual and a human being. So join us as we embark on insightful journeys to transform and truly live the lives you've been dreaming of. Today's topic is creating a new mind within a new age world. Wow, that sounds kind of deep, doesn't it? Well, it is. It is. So let's begin. As we still reflect on the year of 2024 and all the possibilities and all the things that we're thinking about and wanting to have and do. Let's discuss the numerous conversations we've encountered about this advent of a new age. A age of Aquarius. A new world order. These predictions have equipped us with ample knowledge, time, and preparation for an impeding transformation in our world. 
which is change. This planet over millennia has changed within its lifespan. Once again, change is imminent. A significant shift that predates even COVID-19. It predates the change that our ancestors had to go through to be where we stand today. It is a period of spiritual awakening. It is a universal call for a new order and the way we are to live here on earth. Have you ever pondered what changes are set to unfold in our world? In our not yet seen future? How will it impact your life, your values, your ethics, and your spiritual comprehension? What aspects of you will need to adapt within the layers of your life as you venture into unfamiliar territories. Envision the new world as a trusted realm where uncertainty and the unknowable dwell. (laughs) Uncertainty and the unknowable. That means that We can't control anything that we don't know about or not certain about. Creating a new mind necessitates the release of the old mind. It's past thoughts and emotions and narratives and power cravings and limited knowledge or letting go of the urge to impose your will on others for your personal gain. In the New Age world, there will be no desire for material advancement or dominance over others. It will hark back to a time when mutual understanding and mutual guarantee sustained all life through their own self-interest and not the interests of others in competition. However, before the new age takes root, the old era must dismantle. The old skins in which the self resided. This was an age of control. I won't say this was, this is an age of control, power, manipulation, competition, and selfishness. All these illusions must cease. The table must be swiped clean. It must undergo a purification process akin to the Phoenix rising from its ashes, or we must shed the snakeskin of our former self. You know that unreal part of us? The part that we mimic and we learn and we, you know, project out to the world because this is what they taught us. 
in terms of how we are to be? The skin of fear, scarcity, uncertainty, anger, anxiety, anxiousness, and frustration because we can't have our way. We pray for the divine presence to enter our temples, liberating our mental and emotional captives, enabling our spirit and soul to ascend to a higher spiritual plane. But our temples cannot receive the divine presence because we're not open. We're not flexible to eliminate these skins that we have taken on from the world. The fear, the scarcity, the uncertainty, the anger that the world is expressing, the selfishness. That and the entitlements that the world is expressing, the anxiety coming from a troubled mind, and the frustration because we cannot have our way. But guess what? Blank, and I said blank, B-L-A-N-K, blank marks the beginning and blank marks the end. This is the most exhilarating time of our lives because it presents the opportunity to connect to our original destiny. Not the one we came up with. The material gains that we sought that was possible here on this planet and we became self-serving. But the original destiny The unknowable, which I mentioned earlier, indicates that when you encounter the unknowable, you are actually aligned with your upcoming personal development and growth. Because you are going to enter that realm of trust. We must become emissaries of the light. And all that is not must transform. All that is not of the light, in the light, being the light, must be transformed, transmuted, and changed. We must learn to attune ourselves to open our lives, our mind, our soul, the essence of our being, to divine energies that form part of our universal cosmic freedom. We are to elevate our inherent power towards spiritual ascension. But we can't ascend just because we says, well, I'm I'm ascending today. No such thing. You first have to become spiritually attuned. There are certain rhythms and frequencies and cycles and pathways and that we must align with. 
because those things open up the gateways, the channels, the chakras, the meridians in our body in order for the energy to flow freely. The energy is not going to flow freely when it gets to the heart chakra and there's a lot of anger and anxiety and frustration and, and, and lack surrounding that heart chakra. The energy is going to hit a bump in the road and sit there until that is cleared. We must prevent our desires and dark emotions from infiltrating the various areas of these four lower bodies that are weakened. They have been weakened by the world. While we think we are empowered, those are false illusions. They are temporary. Look around you and the people who are 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 are, are falling because of the way in which they went about to attain temporary greatness so we cannot allow these desires and dark emotions to cause us to be susceptible to separation from the light from the divine from God from its divineness we must attain spiritual attunement before we can harmonize spiritually with our divine overself, our higher spiritual overself. We must make some physical and mental and emotional changes to align and attune our forlorn worlds. That is your ethereal your mental, your physical, your emotional. How do you achieve spiritual attunement? Is that the question? So, Empress, how do I achieve it? While you're trying to create a new mind for this new age world, I've just written down a few tips that I'm hoping that will be useful and helpful to you as you begin to Position yourself to want to be different and to operate different so that you can enjoy the difference. Or, I like to say, the differentiation of you. So, these tips to become spiritually attuned for creating a new mind starts out with one that we all commonly know. And many of us escape because we are not ready to see ourselves. And that is meditation. We must embrace meditation because when we do, we embrace our own individual intuition. Our own inner God source. To guide us and give us direction. And to answer questions that we have about our life to ensure that we follow the path within that we walk the middle way so that we do not steer to the right or steer to the left and get distracted or engaged in things that are not going to prepare you 
to have a whole mind, your mind, and not the mind of from the influences or influencers of the world telling you what you need to be doing as they collectively tell everybody the same thing. You are unique. You are different. So look inward for discovering your own inner strength, the divine resources that has been given to you, and higher intellect that reside within you. Everybody has it, but it speaks to us differently, individually, because we are the many minds of the one mind that makes the whole. The next spiritually attuned exercise that you can do to become attuned and aligned with your uh, for creating a new mind is something that some of you may not have even thought about or even see the significance or the importance of doing. And that is chiropractor attunements. You see, the spine is the most important piece in the human body. It was formed before the heartbeat. These adjustments realign the axis of your spine to your center of your being. As your spine serves as the axis of the universe. So the functioning of energy within your spine determines your potential destinations. Of how you can live and move within your being. Then there is, in my research, I found, and this comes, and I, I, I am a teacher that goes way back into, in my studies, I study from the 15, 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, of the spiritual leaders and teachers of that era, because that is when things were given from a very pure scientific and academic perspective. And I found a concept that also supports the chiropractor attunements called GPC development. And that is God-patient chiropractor attunements. And here you're cultivating the flow of your energy when you get your spine attuned, adjusted, aligned, particularly your kundalini which is the spine and your chakras and your meridians. Energy flows through your spine and it goes outwardly into your body through the central nervous system, through your chakras, through your meridians, through your blood. Your energy flows and goes out into all of these areas. So whatever the spine is taking in in terms of the flow of energy, whether you are having a tsunami, an emotional tsunami, or you just went into trauma and shock, or if you are in love and light and peace, Everything in your body is going to fill it by way of the spine and it's going outward. Throughout 
your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet from one arm one shoulder to the next so we must be mindful of having a level or a sense of self-control so that we don't send messages out to our body saying I'm having a wreckful day and I don't care and whatever happens to me just happens to me no Mm -mm. we must be mindful of what we are doing to ourselves because no one can hurt you no one can control you unless you allow it another tip for spiritually attunement is the design the divine the divine design that was a tie tongue the divine design of you do you know it have you ever really Spend some time connecting with yourself to know your divine design. Realize the essence of your life, encompassing sensations and experiences of pain and pleasure and the senses of sound, taste, and smell. Understand that every aspect is essentially channeled through your spine. It is the axis of your world. Consequently, it is imperative for human development to provide nourishment psychologically, your well-being, and a diverse range of spiritual teachings to nurture your inner divine self. We must provide spiritual nourishment, is what I'm speaking of, to your psychological well-being and a diverse range of spiritual teachings to nurture your inner divine self. This is where it gets a little uh, difficult to grow. Because some of us are so tied to one thing that we don't allow ourselves to look up and look outwardly and to find things that support what we believe, but also understanding the various aspects of God's creation. Because he created something in the first six days that many of us don't understand or even know how to use. Another spiritual attunement tip would be to project divine light and love. This is such a hard thing for some of us to do. We must radiate boundless love and light, projecting them into the world to emanate, I'm sorry, to eliminate the errors and dissolve the barriers that exist within the realm of who we are. 
So, the next spiritual attunement is the transmutation of karma. Achieve liberation within the divine love of spiritual attunement by eliminating all misqualified energies. Reflect on how you might have incorrectly defined energy attributes in your life. So what do I mean by the word misqualified? It means that it is not under the governorship of the divine. It is not welcome nor used within the universal kingdom. Within the presence and creation of Elohim. So we have to go back and look at how have we used our breath incorrectly when we are constantly using profanity versus speaking or projecting divine light and love from our heart as well as towards others. How are we misqualifying our energies when we slander someone? How do we misqualify our energies when we have negative thoughts that are not supported by love about something, someone, or even ourselves? We are canceling out. Misqualified means to cancel out. Because it is not going to give us that permanent state of well-being, love, wellness, happiness, joy, peace, and certainty in our lives if we misqualify how we look at life in the wrong way, with the wrong intention. The next spiritual attunement that we have to work on in our life is self-reliance. And this is probably, oh, maybe I would say number one or definitely number two. Do you trust yourself? Self-reliance is depending on you, trusting you, and the life bestowed upon you. For within you lies a self-sufficient and self-reliant soul that exists even if you're not in a body. Avoid procrastination and speak only of your self-reliance. Those things that you know, those things you are certain about, those things that you want to bring into the atmosphere of your environment that are harmonic, harmonic, I'm sorry, harmonic and loving and bringing balance and that you trust the ride even if you don't know where you're going. You're committed you depend on you because you are all you have. And when you leave this world, you're going by yourself. 
The next spiritual attunement is embrace silence. All this world has so much noise in it that sometimes just sitting and listening to the noise just make my head hurt. It just spins me into a place where I want to isolate myself and just shut down for a week. Because I have to clear my mind, my thoughts. I have to take a spiritual laxative and just clean out my mind with all of the misqualified, toxic, negative, dark energies that I have exposed myself to. Everyone is not loving light. And we have to know how to manage that mentally and emotionally when we are around people who are not on the same spiritual growth level that we have worked so hard to get to. Whatever you are, whatever level that you're on. Because it is a process. It is stages. There are levels. There are cycles. There are pathways. There are rhythms. There are frequencies. There, we have to attain. We have to work through. We have to flow through. It just doesn't come easy. So, we must engage in activities like, you know, the ones, walking, go fishing. I I fish. I love to fish. I haven't been in a while, but I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, it is the most peaceful. Even if you don't catch anything, it's not even about catching a fish. Fish, it's about learning how to still the mind. Go into the blank void of yourself. So that you can see, let your life flash before you, so you can see what you have created, what you have engaged in, what you are committed to, what you believe, what you stand for, what you don't stand for. Strengthen your cognitive skills through your self-reflections and your decision-making processes. Overindulgence in digital activities can weaken and will weaken your cognitive skills. They even have a term for it. It's called um, digital dementia. Because we forget to learn how to use our mind to think. We go to Google, or well now we're going to AI for every possible thought that we have to see what it says that we should do versus going within and letting your divine navigator reveal to you what you need to do. Because you see, those answers are for everyone on Google and AI. <laughs> If someone asks the same question, they're going to get the same answer. Is that for you? Do you have this? Is your resolve the same as mine? No. It's not. It's different. Because we're different. And then lastly, for the spiritual um, attunement that we must begin to engage in to help us get to our creating a new mind within this new age, 
this new era that is coming into our life. We must build upon the precept, layer by layer, and let the wisdom within your revelations flow seamlessly, seamlessly, through the concepts that have been unrevealed to you. And that's what I was just saying a second ago. Layer by layer, the rhythms, the you know, the revelations, the precepts, the pathways, the cycles. Just let them flow f- seamlessly so that whatever is unveiled to you is for you. It's not for me. It's not for your spouse, your friend, your partner, your children, your neighbors, your colleagues. It's for you. So, as emissaries of divine light, we are to teach the driving force behind spiritual regeneration. The universal power and intelligence inherent in every individual. By responding to and embracing this power and divine intelligence, we undergo a process of healing. Rejuvenating. You see, we, are, we want to go even beyond healed. We want to rejuvenate. And rejuvenate and in order to, not and, but in order to regenerate. Because regenerate brings about the newness. Replacing the old. But Regenerating is brand new. Attunement practitioners hold the belief that positive shifts in our consciousness can unleash a healing or regeneration energy that permeates our body, mind, and emotions within us. So, as we embark on Upon this new age, it is a time to trust, a time to trust the divine creator, yourself, and your belief system. What is real and true to you? What truth can you stand on that is solid and purposeful for you? Trust is required because we all will experience a transition in our lives at some point that will impact one or more of the areas of our life, our spiritual, our emotional, our mental, our ethereal. Our present understanding is undergoing a transformation and the familiar is fading away. I'm going to say that again. Our present understanding is undergoing a transformation. And the familiar is fading away. We must question ourselves. What is my truth? What's my truth? What do I believe? Do I have faith in the life I have created for myself? Because nobody created your life but you. Am I resilient enough to rise above my human limitations 
and progress towards a more advanced existence? Do I believe in my divine presence to nourish and support me as I journey into the unknown future that is yet not arrived? Can I release my expectations of what should or must transpire in my life? Hmm. As I sit in contemplation of the future, I must discern through my own eyes what is authentic, genuine, and purposeful. How will the dynamics of my mind transform, differ, and elevate my thoughts, actions, and feelings? How will I reshape my perception into a space that I haven't even gotten to yet? How do I need to prepare my identity and how I view myself? How will I alter my dialogue to manifest the experiences necessary for my life's fulfillment? These are a lot of questions we have to ask ourselves. Contemplate. Spend time. Might need to spend time with one question for 30 to 60 days. (laughs) Just to get on track. Some people it might be a year. Depending on where you are along the path. Now is the time to direct our thoughts towards loftier and elevated ideas. Distancing ourselves from the ordinary world we inhabit. Our focus should be not solely on the trans on the, on the transient the materialistic gains of the world such as you want some examples such as <laughs> control power wealth relationships and material possessions the world has taught us to be controlling Over other people's lives. We're not even controlling over our lives. Or seek power. If you want to be seen. And be important. And be heard. Seek wealth. And separate yourselves from the haves and the have-nots. Through all the flashy material things. The material possessions that the world has to offer. And then control relationships. Everyone struggles with that. I know I do. Who has the greater power? Who has the greater control? Who has the more words? Who has the more knowledge and education? Who's going to end up with the last word? In this new age era, we aim to cultivate a new mind. That's the goal. So that we don't go into a new wineskin bringing old wine that is going to cause 
the skin to burst open. And then we lose it all, all over again. But to cultivate a new mind that will guide us through the transitions toward this new age world. Because all the things that I have mentioned that we do are not going to even be required in the new world. Material and emotional fortitude are essential. As you navigate, I'm sorry, not material, I meant to say mental. I'm scratch, scratch, cancel, cancel. <laughs> I meant to say mental and emotional fortitude are essential as you navigate the landscape that lies ahead of your life. Where uncertainty and the unknown are prevalent. Are prevalent. They are the two gatekeepers when you walk past the gate. Do not fear for you are operating from a new level. Don't walk past the gate scared. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I better get myself prepared. I better have plan B just in case because I know this over here. But, you know, but you don't know what this over here that you're doing is going to, how it's going to respond, react when you bring it into the new wine scale. For you are going to be operating from a new level, a new place, a new height. And to elevate your life, your spirit, and your human condition, you must undergo recalibration before you can ascend, expand, and reach towards the vast expanse of the cosmic universe, the sky. Within it lies its planets, its heavens, galaxies and other realms far beyond our comprehension as human beings. So we must undergo various cycles of initiation as we transition towards the new age. As your previous life recedes, you will encounter uncertainty such as changes or losses in jobs, shifts in financial systems, the alterations in what we value. Your beliefs may be changed. You may seek something different, more fulfilling to your soul. Your love may transform in relationships. And your health can fluctuate, change based on your own self-care. So doors will shut as new doors become ready to open. But the old or past must first be relinquished. It gotta go. Gotta go, y'all. It gotta go. And you can make this transition, this change, this transfiguration, this transcendence easy 
or you can make it hard for yourself. But we must be ready for the significant personal shifts coming our way. Major transitions can occur when we focus on the small shifts that accumulate over time. Don't try to make do it all at one, one big. There's, you can't. You just can't. Okay. <laughs> because when you're flowing, you're not doing anything but trusting and following when you're flowing. Outdated ways may clash with your new ideas. You still may want to hold on to some of that old stuff, but it's gonna you're gonna have a a, a, a cat what's it cat class climate. God, I haven't used the word in a while, but I um, have you know the cat class climate catastrophe. That is going to occur. Cataclysmic. That's going to occur. This is the time to unfreeze our hearts. Because going forward is the only option now. It's the only option that we have. Going forward. We cannot go back to 1930. Okay. <laughs> Crucially, our hearts must transform primarily for ourselves rather than for others. No one can transform us, change us, heal us. Yeah, I said it, heal us. We have the power to heal ourselves. We can heal ourselves. If you know what to do. And we must be studied in order to know how to do that. It's not just, I'm going to heal myself. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm going to say it 30 times, 55 times a day. No, there are things that we must change. Like, for instance, you know, uh, I was talking to a friend one time and they had a fatty liver. I'm waiting on God to heal my liver. No, stop eating all the wrong foods and drinking all the liquor and your organ will heal. Because you see, here's the thing. When we pray and ask for assistance, I like to call it technical assistance because it's technical, and then it is bestowed upon us, we'll revert right back to the same thing we did because all we have to do is just Ask, heal me, change me, fix me, use me. But nothing about us have changed. Our behavior has not changed. So we could go back and repeatedly do it again. So we must allow ourselves to do the work. When we do the work, because the work is so hard, we're not trying to go back and make that error again. <laughs> That's the beauty in the lesson. We must allow others as well to be themselves, as they too are on a journey of self-discovery. We must learn to release our attempts to fix, manage, and control other people outside of ourselves. They have to go through the same processes that we do. So it shouldn't be about being a judgment against someone. 
It's because you can't see where they are. And you are not allowing them to be where they are so that they can be where they need to be and not where you need them to be. So let others be exactly where they need to be at that particular moment in their lives. Some of us are further developed than others. So we must either accept them for who they are and where they are in their lives or learn to let them go. Allow them to exist in their own space and to move through their own corrections. This is what we called unconditional love. Free from judgment, criticism, slander, or manipulation. Now is the time to ready yourself for the expectations of the new age of change. Now is the time to cultivate inner strength, profound trust, and renewed faith in yourself as you undergo your cycles of initiation. Your initiation is a return to the beginning of your life. It is the return. Your initiation is the return to the beginning of your life. It is a cycle of self-transformation, self-transition, self-transfiguration, and self-transformation, and self-transcendence. A cycle, a creative cycle of visualization and a process of self-change. So the creation of a new mind within our new world hinges on our willingness to progress, allowing change and advancement to occur effortlessly. As we nurture our new nature, everything else follows. As we ascend within towards gateways far beyond, far beyond our breakthroughs and transformations, we must evolve towards our inner light of radical trust. We must proceed through the real eyes of the new age world. is solely concerned with the deepest layer of our existence, not with this materialistic realm, but concerned with the deepest layer of our existence where our destiny is rooted, our purpose or reason for being exist. Do not be like the bending tree in your life, surviving, striving to recover from the strong winds and storms. All life possess vital resources that are self-sufficient and self-reliant, which you can use. Remember, major change happens over time. 
So give yourself the proper space to do just that. Take your time considering your options to create or and to chart your next moves. Trust the process. Have patience. Be still. Be observant. Be mindful. And understand that a minor setback is merely a reminder to reset and to get back on your course. Even this, too, is all part of your path. This is Empress Q. I hope today's message of helping you to prepare to create a new mind for this new uncharted world that we are all about to step into. Pay attention to the changes around you so that you can adjust accordingly and don't let any wind or storm come and just blow, sweep, or bend you into that which you are not. Know who you are. Embrace who you are. Stand on who you are and move accordingly. This is Empress Q. Wishing you an expansive next cycle. You know where to find me here on my platform with Conscious Acts of Change. I'm still trying to get my new podcast together which is called vision living that's a heavy title and it requires really mindful thoughtful work so i am still working on my first release because i want it to be perfect for you i'm here to be a guide a teacher to give you the insight knowledge and understanding of what you need to awaken to. Don't forget I'm on Facebook at Nirvana Lifestyle Network. My website is nirvanastyle.network. You can find me on LinkedIn and Instagram. I'll see you soon. Signing off with Shalom, Peace, and Next Cycle.